0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's going on, everybody? So, we did the best movies of the year. We did my top 10. You can check that out for sure. Um, And normally, what I do is I'm not doing a worst of this year for a lot of different reasons. I've decided I'm not going to do those anymore. I mean, I'll talk. I I'll, obviously on my show I talk about what stinks, but I don't. I don't think a, a list on um, on the worst is something I want to do this year. So I'm sure there's a lot of other ones out there, so you can check them out. But I do want to do the most anticipated, and I want to talk about what's coming out in 2023 that I cannot wait to see. That is so exciting for me. There's a lot of great ones, and one of the main reasons because we really haven't had the movie business back in the way it's coming back in 2023 since the start of the pandemic, since 2019. um, It was the last big movie year for, for the summer and in general, like 2020 obviously was nothing had come out and 2021 started a little bit and 2022 was significantly better. But in 2022, there was like one big release a month, and then when you look at the schedule for 2023, once you hit like March, there's like two, three, four sometimes big releases in the month, and it seems very reminiscent to the old school and the way it used to be that theaters are trying to bounce back. So, I'm going to go through the top 10 uh, most anticipated for me. Once again, this is my list, so you're like, I can't believe it's so high, and you lose so low on Your list it has nothing to do with you as far as your list. If there's other, something that you would have put higher. Because that's what you're looking forward to seeing. I love that. That's amazing. If you're brand new to the channel, by the way, subscribe. I'm getting close to 70K. Getting close. But we need you to help. So if you're brand new, join on in. So I'm going to start off with um, a couple honorable mentions. Because this was a very hard list to make. I was going through. There were some that I had to cut at the last minute. One that made it into the list. And I was like, oh, I want to see it so much. I could have done a, I mean, really, a top 20. And been okay because I left a lot of all, all of the ones, basically every single one of these that it's on the list of honorable mentions are movies that I am highly anticipating. And spider verse, man, it just, it was number 10 and it got cut. It got cut. And I'll give my reasonings why it got cut in a second, uh, you know, for the movie that made it. But I, I'm very excited to see this movie. I can't wait to see the the sequel to spider verse. I think that the posters look good. The trailer looked good. It looked emotional. And I wish that I should have done a most anticipated 11 because it'd be number 11. I can't wait. Cocaine Bear is one that I'm uh, I'm curious about. I don't know how highly anticipated it is, but I'm very curious about it. And I want to see it because it has the possibility of being a surprise hit. 65 is one on my list that I didn't really know a lot about. But Adam Driver in this this uh, sci-fi movie is pretty interesting. Shazam! Fury of the Gods Wanted to make that on the list. I liked the last trailer. I liked the first movie, but just didn't cut it. Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see how that turns out. Super Mario Brothers is one that almost made it. Very excited for Super Super Mario Brothers. Absolutely. Fast Ten. Um, you know, I'll be in the theater watching that one. This one would. This upcoming one, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. I wouldn't. I I contemplated it putting in there, and I would have never imagined that. But once I found out that it was Stephen Cable Jr. who was directing it. It, uh, it it became a lot higher anticipated for me. Barbie movies interesting. The Marvels is an interesting one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Expendables Four. Craven the Hunter. The Hunger Games. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, Wonka. Ghostbusters. Aquaman. All movies that I really wanted to see but just didn't make the list. So what the hell's the list then? What, are the, what are, what's your top ten? Well, number ten for me is a little bit of a, I think that it might be a little bit of an unfair bias for why I have it in there, but I've also been anticipating it, and that's, Blue Beetle, and that comes out in August. Blue Beetle star, starring Xolo Medveduena, who is a friend of the show, who I've had on the show many times, who I root for, I think is one of the brightest stars out there today. I think he's just a genuine, great human being, and I root for him. But I also root for the story of Blue Beetle. I root for what he told me about and, and the story of Jamie and all these, um, uh, Jaime, I believe, um, and all of these um this this story in general and how it's going to play and the interesting note that this movie could eventually fit into the new DCU depending on how it all plays out. It's not part of the old one, even though it was made during the old one. It's a it's a confusing thing, but I do root for Sholom very much. So Um I am curious about this i always like when it's a new superhero that i don't really know a lot about and the uh, idea that dc can really set a new franchise with this character and i'm uh, i'm crossing my fingers i'm looking forward to it. that one comes out in august so that one again like i said um sholo has become a has become a friend of the show so i uh, that's that's probably a little bit of a, of a personal bias but i also really am curious about that film but that's why it makes number 10 number nine sticking in with dc is The Flash. Now, this movie would have been a lot higher on my list had it not been for all the confusion that's going on with DC at the moment. Now, what does that mean? It's just, I don't know where it ties in. I don't know in general if it's going to be a throwaway movie, even if it is a great movie. Andy Muschietti directed the It movies, is directing it, and I really like his style. I think this could be a very, very solid movie. The early word is that it is incredible and that Michael Keaton steals the show. Michael Keaton returning as Batman had me through the moon, but the idea of what are they going to do? The betting odds are that this is the last time we're going to see Ezra Miller play the flash. And my opinion, that's, that's the right call. Um, but I want to see how this is going to play out. I think that it's it's turned out to be a potential epic movie. And I think that the curiosity behind it. But still, it's number nine. because I And I also am very nostalgic. And I want to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. And I want to see. the. I mean, he's in the voiceover for that trailer they showed at DC Fandom like, what, two years ago now. So they're going to show the trailer, I think, at Super Bowl. And I think it's going to start to get the hype train moving on it. So that's why it's number nine for me. Staying in the comic book movie realm. For number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now, I have recently come around on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I I'm not like a massive fan of it, but I used to really dislike it. I still think it's a little overly jokey. I still think that there's some things that I didn't love, but it it has an emotional through line that I appreciate more now than I did in the past. Um, but volume three is from I did not see the trailer at comic-con at san diego but i hear nothing but great things and how emotional it was i did see what they showed um the trailer that dropped a couple of weeks ago whatever it is and it looks really solid um and i think it's the ending of this particular franchise some of the characters someone's going to crap out for sure whether it's rocket whether whatever it might be but it is the journey and, and after the christmas special i'm more attached to these characters so and i think because Phase four, to me anyway, was a little bit more of a letdown than the other phases. And that Black Panther Wakanda Forever was a kind of push back toward push into what the tone of what Marvel, what I enjoyed about Marvel, that I'm hoping that continues on on with these other movies coming out in Phase Five and Guardians being one of those. So yes, there'll be some humor and obviously it's it's James Gunn and it's the Guardians and they call for that. But the balance in general, I think we're looking at a very emotional film here. So um, number eight is Guardians Volume Three. So seven, that would be Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan. I'm a massive Christopher Nolan fan. Um his movies when they come out, they are like events. So having this come out, I've, you know, I have not watched the trailer yet for Oppenheimer. I know people are like, "How come? Why not?" I'm going to try and I know I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to try to avoid all um trailers until the movie hits, but like I said, I think it is highly unlikely that I will be able to um I'll be able to do that. But I'm, I'm very curious to see it, and I love the cast. The uh, it, It's, like I said, I think that Nolan has that thing where there are very few movie stars out there, but there are a couple of directors that when they put a movie out, whether it's a Tarantino, um, a Jordan Peele, and then uh, Christopher Nolan... When they have their movies, oh, the new Nolan movie's coming out, the new Tarantino movie's coming out, the new Jordan Peele movie's coming out. There's other directors that do that as well, but it's that's more so of a director thing now than, say, 20 years ago when, oh, the new Tom Cruise movie's coming out, the new Will Smith movie's coming out, the new, you know, whatever it might be, the uh, Julie Roberts movie's coming out. They, that doesn't happen as much anymore with the movie star, but it happens with directors, and Nolan is one of those. So Oppenheimer is, for me, at seven jumping back into the comic book movie realm, um, and then we get Ant-Man, Quantumania at number six. Now, that's this is, like, if you asked me a couple, uh, I now would probably, a couple of months ago, I would have definitely ranked ant-man 2 over guardians 2 and that has shifted just watched ant-man 2 recently with my daughter we're doing a, a rewatch, or i'm rewatching marvel she's watching it for the first time the mcu and i still think it's a fine movie the second movie but it is a bit it, it's a bit more hokey than even the first one was and it's a um but this one quantum mania is going to really introduce kang for the first time it is going to highlight Jonathan Majors, which me I think Jonathan Majors is the next big superstar. Um and I think that this movie uh, some of what I've seen so far I'm a little hesitant about the overuse of the volume and the way that the trailers looked, it looked a little like heavy on that, but with the quantum mania with the, with the quantum realm that maybe it's maybe you can forgive it, maybe it maybe it works. We'll see, but I the idea of having this and whether or not I mean, there's rumors about Fantastic Four. Who knows? Uh, but but the idea of this more intense, and as I mentioned when I was talking about Guardians, the tone. This is the first movie out uh, since Wakanda Forever, so this has to be the tone. And if you listen to Peyton Reed's comments about how they wanted to make this on more of an Avengers level than the other two, which were more like palate cleansers, um, that also gets me excited. And it's the third movie in the franchise, and it's this idea of what kind of threat. Kang is going to be it's his first introduction so I think it's going to be a major impact so that's why I'm putting ant-man quantum mania at number six now number five i'm going to throw a little uh, disclaimer on here because i'm not sure if it's actually coming out in 2023 because it was supposed to come out in 2022 it never did i'm not sure if it's going to it's listed as coming out in march or april of 2023 but this could change because i couldn't find anything else and that is martin scorsese's killers of the flower moon starring leonardo dicaprio um and there's I only know a little bit about it, period piece, kind of detective story type thing, and that's all I need to know. It's very similar to Oppenheimer, and and as I mentioned, Scorsese is another one where you go, it's the new Scorsese movie, and I want to check it out. Him and uh, DiCaprio, it's similar to what him and De Niro was years ago. Now it's him and DiCaprio. So when these guys join up together, um, you're gonna you're gonna get me whether it's Wolf of Wall Street, whether it's Departed, whatever it might be. These guys joining up ultimately puts it on my my um, anticipated like that. Wolf of Wall Street's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm curious to see what happens and how it plays, but does it come out in 2023? So if it does not, then obviously this would bump off my list, and then Spider-Verse would move in at that 10 spot. But right now, Killers of the Flower... Uh, Moon is at my five spot. I'm I'm very very interested for that one. I hope it comes out. I'd like to see it. And plus, I like the balance of as I mentioned. There's a few comic book movies on here, but there's also um, a few other movies that, and there's other movies that are probably coming out later in the year, from like October to December, that are more like the Oscar bait type movies that I always get excited about. I just hear about them later. And right now, that's um that's that's what I got at at number five. Now number four. Oh, number four was tough. I almost put it at three, but I, I moved it to four. And that's Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Um, this is there, there's no this franchise. I think has done what no other franchise has really done. Some people will say Fast and the Furious, but I think even Fast and the Furious over the last couple of of you know uh, I was gonna say episodes, the last couple of movies have gone a little bit more into the cartoonish and 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 lost a few people as where I think. Mission Impossible is that rare thing where it just keeps getting better. And when you look at the cuckoo, wacky shit that Tom Cruise keeps doing for stunts, he's jumping off planes, he's going backwards. I watched the thing from the last one where he's on the motorcycle and he jumps off a cliff and who knows what this lunatic's going to do. And I think that he's starting to get that kind of Jackie Chan thing where you want to go and see not only just the movie and the quality of the movie, but you want to see what this madman's going to do next because he's in Top Gun Maverick. He's flying up at whatever altitude it is and doing these things he doesn't. And does he have a does he is he is he an adrenaline junkie? Yes, but I do believe very much so that he's also doing it for the audience and want, wanting the audience to go, whoa, look at that crazy thing that just happened. And I think you're going to get a lot of that, and you're going to get part one, and I think part two closes out the entire series, which comes out next year. But um, I've been invested in this series for a while. I only think the only weakest link, the only weak link in this entire series to me is the second one. I watched that recently. It's not great. It's you know it's not as terrible as I remember watching the theater. It's 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 a little bit more dopey than the other ones, but from three on, it just gets better and better and better and better. And I have no um I have no doubt that Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One is going to be pretty fantastic. So speaking of franchises and freak, um, speaking of movies that are just the next couple are just all franchise movies and, and movies that I've just been like just rubbing my hands, waiting, waiting, waiting for all these movies to come out. And I, I could I. Could have moved one through three around at any spot because you will find me in the theater with popcorn and just like a little kid staring at the screen for the last three movies, uh, and the the first one coming in at number three is John Wick Chapter Four. This is a these have been just solid movies as I just mentioned with its freaking bug guy scumbag. Um, John Wick was a movie that just kind of it was to me very similar with the way when Jason Bourne was created for Matt Damon, even though we know that Keanu Reeves was already established as an action star with the matrix, but he had, he had like these waves, right? And then John wick comes out and it's just this absolutely the, the gun stuff. And it's, it, it has a cool story and this world building that they've done from one all the way to three and the way that they've built out this legend of, of uh, the Baba Yaga. And, um, and now moving in, they're even doing spinoff series. But this fourth trailer is so good, and Donnie Yen being in this movie, this is something that I'm gonna. I I love watching them, and they 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 very similar to to Born, and this is a this is a compliment to it. They all kind of blend in together into like one cohesive movie, you know. Like, and I don't know if four will do that, but um, it's very similar to Born. Born was you watch one through three. If you mention a moment from one of those movies, I love all three of those movies, but if you mention maybe a movie from it, a moment from one of those movies, I go, which one was that? Was it two or three? Because they all play like one big movie. And I feel like that's what John Wick has done so far. I can't wait to see how it continues on. Um, So yeah, John Wick chapter four is my number three. Number two, sticking with franchises and, and talking about Jonathan majors, we're going Creed three. Now, if you heard me talk about the whole situation, you'd probably be um, surprised that I have it so high. I don't like the way Stallone was treated. I don't like the way, what happened with Stallone. I know there's a lot of people out there who feel like, you know, Stallone was the one who made his bed, sold Rocky, did all that stuff. But I have, um, I have my own thoughts on the matter, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the actual movie itself, Creed three, Michael B. Jordan directing it. And, what I'm not going to agree with Stallone on, even though he's got the right to, he created the characters. He said he doesn't like where this goes in this kind of darker direction, but that's where they're taking the character of Adonis. That's where, and he has got this moment there where it looks like it's like a mixture of both Rocky 3 and Rocky 5 combined. Um, and I really, really am a big fan, as I mentioned, of Jonathan Majors. So. I think that this is going to be a major standout role to him. It's also a massive move for Michael B. Jordan, who's directing this film. And I think, you know, there people are going to have their words about whether or not Stallone's in it or not. And what I hope is that what, what would be the stupidest thing in the world? and I don't believe that they'll do it. Is that they kill Rocky off screen? I can't imagine they would do that. What I really hope happens is that this movie is super successful. It's as good as I hope it's going to be. And then in Creed Four, if they do Creed Four, they can bring back Rocky. That's my that's my goal. So they can you know they can talk it out, make everything. Uh, Happy, but either way, the movie itself is highly anticipated. They moved it; it was supposed to be in 2022. They moved it to 2023. It's coming out in March, um, and it's one that I I cannot wait to see. So, number one, you probably have guessed it, maybe not. You've heard me gush about it from for a long, long time, and one of my favorite franchises of all time is Indiana Jones. So, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is the name of this movie. Um, I love the first one. I really enjoy the second movie. Now, I understand. That if you saw Temple of Doom years and years and years later, um, then you probably go, that is a hokey, kind of cheesy B-movie. I, I understand that. I just, I've just i got the nostalgia thing for it, for seeing it as a kid. And I, I still, there's there's certain things. Like when I was a little kid, the, the molar ram scared the shit out of me. So I really enjoyed it. And um, But I I tried to watch it with my wife recently. She's like, this is terrible. I, said, I, I understand. The third movie is just as good. I would say Raiders of the Lost Ark is my, one of my favorite movies of all time. And Then I would say Last Crusade is up there. People, it's it's similar to the argument of Terminator One and Terminator Two. There are a lot of people who love Terminator Two better than One. There's a lot of people who love Last Crusade better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm on both sides of the coin. Where I like um, I like uh, Terminator One better than I like Terminator Two, and I like Raiders of the Lost Ark better than Last Crusade, but I love Last Crusade. The the Crystal Skull is 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 farts. I'm sorry. I, there's, I had a whole conversation with Josh Robert Thompson about it. I get the 1940s B movie serialization type thing that they were going for. I just, there's nothing about that movie that I really um, like. I don't believe anybody's really tuned into it. And I think that I was not, I was not one of those people like God. I'm making another one. Why the last one was so bad. I was the opposite. I was like, wait a minute, they can really redeem themselves. for the last one, they can make a good Indiana Jones movie, please do. And, I loved West Side Story. I loved The Fablemans. And those are the movies I am so glad that Steven Spielberg is making. For some reason, I don't know. I could be 100% wrong, just what I'm noticing. I don't think his heart's into the big blockbuster stuff directing them. Now, I think he likes to tell these stories that he's been telling. That's why he's been telling them so good, whether it's The Post, whether it's, um, you know, Bridge of Spies, whether it's whatever it is. These are the movies I think he's enjoying making now. And the big blockbuster movies is one of the reasons why he decided not to do Indiana Jones, the, the, the new one. I'm a massive James Mangold fan, the, both four versus Ferrari and Logan are, I mean he's done so many cop lands so many different movies but I loved this trailer when they showed it um, he's another one like James Gunn though I wish that I mean I I appreciate him going out and tweeting back at people and saying these reports of what you're saying is just to you know stir and and it's bs don't listen to it I just wish he'd stay off Twitter let let his work speak for speak for itself he's put out really really good movies over the last couple of years there's going to be people no matter what are just going to scream and yell and and talk about you know oh it's going to be this it's going to be woke it's going to be this it's going to be that just let the movie speak for itself now look I could see this movie and they can make some choices in this I'm gonna go I wish I didn't do that that was that was it looked like you were going to make a good movie and then it turned out to be now I haven't seen James Mangold do that yet I've seen James Mangold be able to tell a great story. The only problem I had in that entire trailer was the bad CGI when Indy was on the horse, and it's and the movie's not out until June, so hopefully they can fix it. Um, but other than that, I'm pumped for that one, man. I can't wait. John Williams, in, uh, Harrison Ford actually looks like he's playing Indiana Jones again. He's not just Harrison Ford there for the for for the payday. So that's my list. Again, 10, Blue Beetle, 9, The Flash, 8, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, 7, Oppenheimer, 6, Ant-Man, Quantumania, 5, Killers of the Flower Moon, or Killers, yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon, 4, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, 3, John Wick, Chapter 4, 2, Creed 3, and number one, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, with a few other um, ones on the list for honorable mentions. So then I turned it to you. Did I miss something? Did I not miss something? What do you want to see? Give me your list. And I'm all for it, man. Comment like that. One of the main things, if you've never commented before, give me your list. Give me your top 10. Give me a couple in general, which are the ones that you are really pumped that you have to see. You got to see them in the theater. You can't miss it. You're taking your family. You're taking your friends. You're taking whoever. You're going by yourself. What is it that you are anticipating? So if you're not doing it already, please subscribe to that channel. That's it. Hit the button. Trying to get to 70,000. Appreciate you guys oh so much. It's been a blast. I love you. Have a great, great rest of the year. Enjoy 2023. Let's get at it. Peace.